It's the Supercoach Professionals podcast. I am Pulley G with you here around nine in the books. Can you believe it, Ryan? MS, uh, joining me this week, mate, how are you? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. What's going on? Well, just thinking how quick this uh, season is crackling along and therefore um, it, is t- it is that time of the year. We're going to do our origin teams tonight. We're a pretty fun show uh, to do um, every year. We sort of... Uh, Unfortunately, we have to name the teams we think they'll pick rather than the more enjoyable picking our own teams. But obviously, we're trying to get a little bit of insight and 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 make some plans early as to your um, the buy periods, which won't be as difficult this year as we've talked about uh, on previous shows. You know, it will be a bit easier um, because we've got you know basically two one group of teams have a buy for first origin and the opposite teams have the buy for third origin and the second one, everyone is off. So um, all your players will miss one game. Some will miss two, obviously, if they play origin. Not a big difference at all. But we still want to go through it and you may want to uh, move on a couple of players um, moving into origin, maybe looking not so much at the ones going well, but the ones perhaps not going as well, replacing them with the likes of Andrew Fafita, Jason Tomalolo, although you may already own those guys, but you know Gareth Widdop, guys that aren't going to be playing origin, going at a high level right now. So we'll go through that a bit later on the show, but first we've got to get through uh, to the injuries and uh, a lot of them again. Uh, Jai Arrow, well, he obviously had a really nasty knock with uh, suffering a rib contusion where the shifting um, of the uh, there's a shifting of the rib cage causing distress to the organs around it he uh, arrow had to go to hospital and got luckily was cleared of any internal damage so he is available uh, potentially could be available this week um, according to the injury but obviously he wasn't named when we get to the team list he wasn't named so Pat saying these can be very painful he will he may miss a week he was saying but obviously he got that before uh, the teams were announced it depends how desperate they are to use him could be needled and sent out if it was a grand final usually worth a week's rest so if you're a gyro owner that's probably pretty positive news ryan suggesting maybe he'll be back the following week yeah certainly is positive considering um the well i guess the worry of the injury and when it first occurred is yeah if he was any more weeks out um you'd have to start you know thinking about um who you'd bring in but uh one week i think you can certainly sit with him being that he's been in such good form last week, notwithstanding, I think he was on the field for 17 minutes and scored 17 points or something. So he was um, on he track. Was okay. He was on track. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, that was a bitter blow. A lot of people made him captain, um, so that was a very bitter blow. Ouch. Considering how many other players went so well this round. Um, look, one other thing about Arrow we should mention is, of course, Titans don't play in round 13, and look bit of a spoiler, but he might be named on, on some of our origin uh, potential teams. He's certainly in and around the Queensland squad. So, um, you know, there are some other aspects around that, thinking that if you're looking to, to not own Iron Arrow through the origin period, um, you've got to sort of weigh that up as well. But Pat's saying 
you know, one week should be good to go. A couple of Warriors players, Sean Johnson, Isaac, Luke, um, suffered injuries against the West Tigers on the weekend. Ankle injury for Sean Johnson. We don't have a lot of information. They're being very coy. Um, the Warriors not not sort of revealing much at all um, there. If it's uh, rolled badly enough to miss a game, Pat's saying it's probably going to extend for longer. He's also questioning whether Johnson's had an ankle injury in the par, the recent past, which you know we've had. He's had a few. Um, he certainly hobbled off quite. Um, you know, didn't look that good at all. So I guess we're just going to have to monitor it as the days and, and possibly even weeks go by. Um, not great news, um, though. I think for this one, just just the way ankles can be and and etc. That you know, it could be out for for longer than a week. But obviously, we, we won't know that much at this point. We'll tweet it out if we get more. Luke. Um, Pat saying could be okay to play if no damage was done during the dislocation, but he would need to see the MRI result. Obviously, we don't have that information. Look, the club saying basically, or Stephen Kearney saying, yeah, we're going to give him every chance. He played last week um, when it didn't look like he would be right, so he's been named. I'll give him every chance to play. Uh, Trent Merrin fractured a finger in the warm-up of the game last week, missed uh, missed the game, and it was very late. Um, Sorry, we couldn't get out anything in time for you. Trust me, I own Trent Merrin. So <laughs> suffered as as badly as as anyone else. We usually like to tweet that information out. It happened very late, and um, yeah, didn't come out. I think till after the kickoff. So copying a zero there wasn't wasn't the best. Uh, Merrin, the injury could keep him out up to eight weeks, but Pat saying um, four to six is you is more uh, the usual time frame, and you could strap it to the next finger and come back early. Ryan, I don't know. Did you see the pictures that were on uh, like social media? I think Trent I did, put it yeah. in himself. I uh, can't remember prettiest. which one it was. It looked it looked so bad. I, don't, I, I didn't sort of take a closer look. <laughs> yeah. No, not the prettiest. Um, but I heard that uh, it wasn't as bad as they first thought and that, um, yeah, that Merrin was healing pretty pretty well. Well, he's been named and they play uh, second up this week. So obviously if you're thinking of moving him on, and you're not thinking of bringing Tamalolo in for him because Tamalolo plays the first game. You could go for a mid-round trade there if he gets named. You don't have to if he ends up playing. You don't have to um, trade him out. You can trade out someone else. So Payne Haas, um, he's been named as well, but a couple of injuries. He got the concussion, of course, as well as the mild high ankle strain. Um, Pat saying that the concussion itself could leave him out for a week or two and the ankle similar time frame. So this is another tough one, Ryan, because, um, well, you could probably wait on him. I mean, you might be looking to turn turn him into some sort of money earner, but he hasn't really set the world alight as far as Supergoge points are concerned. So we're probably safe to just wait another another week or two, wait for that first big game and then bring him in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is the perfect strategy for um, Payne Haas at the moment. Uh, also, Scott Sorensen, well, this one could hurt because he was going into his third game, looking at the price rise. A lot of people would have brought him in, um, ended up coming off the bench, which we knew he was named on the bench, so maybe that saved you and you didn't bring him in just because of that. Um, he ended up coming on for Wade Graham going down injured early on and you're thinking if you did own him, well that's worked out 
but then he broke his hand, played on till half-time, um, but then was forced off the field. We don't have a lot of info on it, whether because he's just a, a newer player without a lot of, um, you know, uh, the same sort of fuss made about paying a house as is made with Sorensen. I'm not sure, but um, I could only ask Pat what what would happen in a more generic sense um, in regards to a broken hand, and he said usually six to eight weeks. It depends whereabouts the fracture was. Uh, but normally the hand is pretty useless for six weeks. So if you've brought Sorensen in, uh, he's pretty useless for about six weeks, it seems, unfortunately. A few guys, just to mention briefly, Junior Paulo out, um, midfoot sprain, eight to ten weeks for recovery. Moses Leota has done a peck, another guy. Uh, it's a partial tear, so it won't require surgery at least, but still eight weeks out. Another one for Penrith. And a couple of um, Eels um, players announced just late today. Case of Pritchard, another one. Um, going down without much info, but something to do with his groin, apparently. And Tim Manor will miss the next three to four weeks with a fractured eye socket. So they're all for Pat Lyons, for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. And, of course, you can go visit Pat. Go via our website and get the 20% discount at www.supercoachpros.com. Not just sporting injuries back and neck as well. If you're in the Sydney region or the east, specifically the eastern suburbs, go and see Pat. I thoroughly uh, recommend him. Um, let's move on to last week's uh, best. And Josh had a car just going ballistic. Ryan, um, I don't. I, I guess I didn't see it coming after his poor start. I, hopefully, our listeners stayed solid through the opening rounds. Unlike me, where I mean, I think I was spruiking him pretty highly in the preseason. But if you did hold on to him, you'd be pretty happy right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he started very, very slowly, um, but since the Knights game on, he's gone seventy six, ninety two, one oh nine, and then one five six. Just the last wow. week gone. You and Aitken, another one in that centre winger position, just going bananas. Look, this game against a team notoriously very tough to even reach your par, let alone just smash it out of the park. Um, I guess, you know, both, if you have both him and in a car, you might have won your matchup on just that. Should mention Alex Johnson, Sean Kenny Dow were right up there. They did have good matchups, to be fair. Um, Andrew Fafita, well, the fact he's not playing Origin is just ridiculous um, for many reasons, but if you're a super coach owner, it means you just have to have him um, because if you're not, you're giving away big points to your opponent every week. Jason, Jason Tamalolo, not far behind him. He scored in the 90s this week. Uh, Ron, I guess those two really are the must-owns right now. They both play round 13 for to boot. Yeah, absolutely. There, um, and, and it's hard, but to fit them both in if you haven't got either of them, because um, they're both uh, sitting at six forty-six for Fafita and six sixty for yeah. Lolo. So good luck. Uh, yeah, good luck. Yes. Miss the boat. Um, we should also have special mentions that Gareth Widdop, another big game. He's another guy we could be targeting around Origin, although the Dragons don't play in round thirteen. Good game for David Fusatua uh, with Sean Johnson back, but now he's out. You probably um, have to put that on the back on the back burner. Jake Jaborovic, he's just doing it all. He's even chief playmaker there at Manly. It's just crazy. Workhorse, eighty minutes or just playing everything. Martin Tapau, another Manly Seagull. The only thing I'd say, Ryan, is just. You've got to be careful loading up these manly players because they could finish near the bottom, but they've got some big stars in the Traborovic boys and, and obviously Kapow to power just going bananas. Yeah, that's right. I think they've got, um, you know, much of the same guys doing doing the bulk each week. Mm. So Big minutes. That, that's, yeah, big minutes and, and um, you know, quality, quality output as well. Um, 
so that might be the only offset for uh, stacking up on the Manly players, even though um, it's not looking good for them team-wise. Carl Lawton getting in the mid-80s thanks to two tries. Pretty good defensively too coming on for the injured Isaac Luke. Obviously we're not bringing him in at this point because we don't really know what's happening with Luke but you've got to put him on your watch this simply on the money only potentially if he went big again um, this round. And um, speaking of this round and the team changes let's move on to them now. The notable team selections Russell Packers back for the West Tigers Trent Merrin we spoke about in the injury report he's been named for the Panthers we don't expect him to play. Uh, Reese Martin's listed at 13 this week and Jackson at 11 but I'm pretty confident that, that Martin will play on the edge and Jackson in the middle maybe Josh Jackson likes to wear 11. We know Anthony Milford likes to wear 6. That's why Jack Bird was wearing 7. You know, These things seem to happen around the league these days. Uh, Will Smith, he beats out Cameron King for Casa Pritchard's uh, vacant hooker position left by Casa Pritchard. Um, King is a reserve, but you know, I guess that could change game day. Mason Leno is the man in for uh, Sean Johnson. He's the only one not named, even though Luke and Adam Blair were under injury clouds. Uh, should mention Simon Mannering named in the starting side ahead of Isaiah Papali, but last week in the um, press conference, Stephen Kearney said he likes the idea of rotating Adam Blair and Simon Mannering, the two old guys. He quickly said, I mean experienced guys, but uh, <laughs> I would say the days of Captain Mannering, supercoach-wise, could be over, and even though he's been named there um, throughout Predictor, we're still suggesting that Papali will play there and Mannering will be one of those middle rotation guys. For the Storm, Curtis Scott comes back. Um, so that moves Justin Olam, who had a nice opening round, back to uh, the reserves. But we're still keeping an eye on Olam. Just, again, put him on your watch list. Gold Coast have made some mass changes. They've dropped Bryce Cartwright to the interchange. Conrad Hurrell is out. Well, he's a reserve, so I guess he's a late could be a call up not so much oh not brendan elliott because he's completely gone out of the 21 so two new centers there in um, brenko lee who always does well in a fantasy perspective even if you're only playing daily leagues dale copley's also back from injury so he'll take the other center spot um ryan james goes to the middle we like the sound of that that's because there's no jai arrow um and so will matthews gets uh, back his edge spot um AJ Brimson, this is a guy I like, Ryan, um, when I was watching the trials at the start of the year, and I wondered if he would get an opportunity because I thought in some respects he outplayed um, LG and Taylor at times in those trials. Um, certainly it's an upgrade from Cartwright for the for the Titans, but um, do you think it could make a super coach impact? Oh, look, uh, it's hard to say, especially depending on which Titans turn up because they've they were they've going really cool. well and now they've dropped right off the edge of a cliff really. And who's he um, passing to? I guess you're looking at you know he's trying to put Will Matthews through a hole or Dale Copley and Philip Sammy. I mean, you know, it's not that inspiring, is it? No, it doesn't doesn't strike fear into the opposition. <laughs> um, but but look, I, th- I think Brimson's probably one to watch. And look, if he makes a makes a good fist of it, then he's um. Possibly going to be a guy that you may want to um, jump on and um, make some cash on. Yeah, it's always good for that fourth half and, um, you know, just try and make some money off there. We know we're looking at Tom Wright. He's, again, named in the 21, um, even though Dylan Walker, now Manly are unchanged, but we should probably mention that, that Dylan Walker is under an injury cloud. So Tom Wright's another one of those dual position half players that's cheap as and, you know, maybe he gets a shot at some point. 
Uh, speaking of halves and changes in the halves, Katie Nikarim is back um, in the in the right-half position ahead of Jack Bird, who goes back to left-centre, Opacic back to the bench for the Broncos in that game against Manly, that double-header. Um, Sam Burgess returning for Souths against the Dragons. Cameron Murray makes way. This is probably going to impact Murray's minutes, Ryan. Um, what do you make of it? This is it's a bit of a, a bit of a concern that um, it is Murray going to the bench and not one of the other Burgess brothers. Yeah, look, absolutely. Um, as it was... Murray's been playing around 60 minutes. Um, so he may still get that. He may just So he play, may still get that, yeah, but you've got to really... You'd be nervous if you have him because, um, like, you'd imagine Sam Burgess is going to play a lot of minutes yeah. um, and you find it hard. Tom, Tom's averaging 45, George 35, like sort of rounding to the nearest five. That's what's happened so far this year. So there's another 80... And you're only left with 80 minutes for your rest of your rotation if Sam plays the full 80. Unless Sutton, who has been coming off a bit, you know, comes off early and Sam... Yeah, I was going to say, that's the that's the only change you got with Sutton mm. or Angus Crichton. But, um, yeah, it's yeah, going to be probably tough, tough to, for him to knock out that same amount of... And Totola's yeah. been good. Nichols has, you know, done enough. And obviously Clark is, you know, he's the local hero there. So it's not like the other bench guys are only going to play 10 minutes. So, yeah. Bit of a worry. Um, Zach Lomax, surprisingly enough, been named on the interchange for the Dragons. Um, McGregor, maybe with all these wins, he's like, well, I'll just give everyone a give everyone a shot at playing five minutes here, uh, here or there. Um, so a lot of people just brought him in because they needed a dual position player to round out their 25. I know I've got Lomax, so that's an interesting one. Um, also in the in the Raiders Sharks game, Jack Williams, another dual position player, maybe some. Some people out there own purely as more of a nafty. He's been named on the interchange. So there's going to be some interesting things there. Um, in some ways, it can be good because these guys can get you some money. But in other ways, if you're trying to use the VC loophole, it could be a bit of a disaster. So um, they might only score five or ten supercoach points. So just beware of those two. They're pretty big deals. In that Raiders-Sharks game, should mention, as we said earlier, Paulo out. So Shannon Boyd's going to get the start. Charlie Gabb on the bench, not really relevant supercoach wise but the Sharks get Paul Gallen back at lock they lose Scott Sorensen as we said earlier they also lose Wade Graham so Jason Bakulia is going to play in the second row but Williams who is a back rower could end up playing having some time there um, I guess the big one is Paul Gallen Ryan is it some someone we're interested in again the Sharks you know playing in round 13 Gallen not playing origin um, or are we, we waiting a bit and seeing you know is his minutes going to be uh, good enough for him to be supercoach uh, stud status again yeah, you have to wait, I think. Um, Gallen, he's missed um, the last couple of rounds. Uh, against the Roosters, that was a game before, because uh, he got injured against the Dragons in round six. Of, but uh, that week before, in round five against the Roosters, he played 71 minutes. Yeah, which that was, was a his, big one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a big one. by It was his most by about, I, I think, 57 or 56 was his best before that. So that was a considerable... Um, extra chunk of time I have a feeling that he will play that extra chunk of time given uh, the lack of experience really in that forward pack I mean you've got Fafita and Gallon um, Bakuya's experience but he's not really um, not really a gun forward um, they've, they've so. only just got in, broken into the eight for the first time this year Flanagan doesn't want to have them drop back out one week later I mean they need yep. to back up last week's win with another big win, and they have a great record in Canberra. 
So they do. They really Paul do. Allen and Josh Papali. It's going to be another good matchup, particularly with Papali with Origin. And speaking of Origin, let's let's go through to our uh, Origin teams now. And I'll start with Pete, who's obviously not on the show tonight, but uh, he has been kind enough to uh, forward his. Um, predicted teams and of course I should mention this is the teams we think they'll pick because we're trying to sort of uh, manoeuvre for obviously for those rounds with our super coach teams we need to sort of know maybe which ways the selectors and the coaches are looking at he's suggesting that it will be the double of Tedesco at fullback and Tommy Jaborovic on the wing uh, so both of them um, potentially picked by New South Wales Blake Ferguson and Josh Dugan keep their spots even though last year obviously they had those issues bit of contention there I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not um, but you know I can see looking around and, and we'll get to it in a minute but uh yeah, maybe there's not a lot of other options. Ewan Aitken is as the other centre. That, that that could be another issue that maybe, you know, Pete Pete's putting those two guys together. But they both play right centre, so that could be another issue there. James Maloney and Nathan Cleary are his halves, although he has put an asterisk with Cleary. I don't think he's going to be fit, and he said Adam Reynolds as, a, as an alternative. Jake Dvorovic at lock. Boyd Cordner, Tarek Sims on the edges. Um, Vaughan and Clemmer as the starting props. Cameron McGuinness starting hooker, but Damien Cook could spell him because he's listed as one of the reserves along with Aaron Woods, Tyson Frizzell, Jack DeBellin. Not a bad looking lineup. Um, there's a couple of guys there that generally New South Wales like that aren't um, in that team. No, most of it'll be Wade Graham. Um, but I'll get you to read out yours, Ryan, and then I'll do mine and we'll see if we can sort of make some sense of, all, of it all between the three of us. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, look, I've got Tedesco. Um, I've got Addo Carr and Tommy Turbo on the wings. Um, I've got Aiken and Mitchell in the centres. Um, Maloney and Reynolds as a half. Um, I would have, have Cleary if he was fit, but I don't think he's going to be fit enough to come, you know, straight into an origin game. Yeah. Um, I've got Vaughan and uh, Campbell-Gillard as the props um, with Damian Cook um, as the hooker, Cordner, uh, Jake Trilovic, um and Jack DeBellin as uh, 11, 12, and 13. Got Clemmer, Peachy, Frizzell, and Jackson on the bench. So Clemmer, Peachy, and Jackson, Frizzell. and Frizzell. So do you think... Yeah. I would assume that one of JDB or Jake would end up on the bench, though, even though they might name that lineup because you would think that the right edge would be either Josh Jackson or Tyson Frizzell, and then obviously the rotation... Yeah, I was JDB. just naming it as like, well, which guys do you want in your starting 13 um, as opposed to which guys are going to be the best balance for your 13? Yeah, and and you just never know in origin because we saw last year New South Wales threw out, you know, the sort of best positions. They just said get the best 13 out there. I don't think it really worked. I'm no. hoping Fred Freddie Fittler goes back to the... I think it should go basically 180 and... I would like to see them if they play right centre, then that's the person they're up against. Wade Graham or Boyd Cordner is your best left edge. Which one is it? You know, and the other one misses out. Because you don't yep. need to carry two. That's, per, that's my personal opinion. I haven't named the team that way because I'm looking at the team that I think they'll pick. I've got them both in the 17, but I just think that's what I would do. But um, anyway, I'll read out mine. I'm pretty similar to yours, actually, Ryan. Tedesco, fullback, Josh Adokar on the wings. I've put Ferguson ahead of Tommy T, but I think 
I think you're actually right. I just feel like the Dugan-Ferguson era is probably done, and and I'm thinking they're probably thinking let's let's move on. And we've had a lot of form wingers and centres been playing um, this year so far. Um, Fittler came out and said as such. So so probably you could say that Tommy will get that role. Mitchell and Aitken are my centres as well. Maloney and Reynolds are my halves as well. Jake is my lock as well. Cordner, I think they will pick. Obviously, um, Fittler said he's in, he's captain, so he'll get the nod ahead of Graham. I'm going Frizzell, which was one of your bench guys, to actually start and JDB on the bench, just because Frizzell, you know, playing right edge for, for the Dragons. That's what I think they'll do. I've just switched... Um, I've actually kept in Woods um, to start with Campbell Gillard, and I haven't put Vaughan in there at all. Um, I just wonder if they'll get a bit nervy of picking too many new uh, players, and the likes of Tarek Sims and Paul Vaughan will miss out, um, and they'll just sort of go back to the tried and true with Campbell Gillard and JDB, maybe the two that the kind of are the other two rookies, so to speak. But speaking of, of fresh blood, they do have to, with Nathan Peets being out injured, um, unless they go with Peter Wallace, who has injury problems of his own. But it looks like Cameron McGuinness was outstanding against Cameron Smith on the weekend. So I think he wins that hooking role personally. And, and Damien Cook, like Pete mentioned, comes off the bench. And then I've obviously got Clemmer there and Wade Graham. I think they're just going to put him in. He's under a fitness cloud, so they may go... You know, I'd love to see a guy like Dale Finucane in there. I'd love to see Dale Finucane start. Um, whether they go in that direction, I don't know. But at this stage, I would assume if Wade Graham's fit, they'll want him in there. They like him for the off-field. Um, all right, let's do Queensland now. Pete has said Slater, Boyd, Chambers, Inglis, Gagai, Morgan and Hunt as the halves. Um, Maguire as Locke, although he's put an asterisk and said Pup. Papali because obviously Maguire's under a fitness cloud. Uh, Cooper and Felice Cafusi is his edges with Wallace and Scott Prop, Smith, Hooker, Hess, Munster, Napa and Papali the bench. He's also got Corey Oates there as 18th man so maybe Oates gets in there somewhere as well. I guess he could play back row as well as obviously cover the backs but you do have Munster there as well. Um, I think that's going to be pretty close to the mark except I don't think they'll carry two backs on the bench. Ryan's the only one. Um, but oh, that's pretty close. What do you got? Um, yeah, I've got something very similar. Um, I've got Slater, Boyd, Inglis, Will Chambers. Um, I have Oates in the team. Um, wow, yeah, player of the, the series last year, gone. Yep. He's gone. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I don't know what Kevy's going to do because game one he was so loyal, but then game two he wasn't quite as loyal. So I don't know which way he's going to go. Gagai, I mean, you talk to South fans, they're not happy with you. He's, you know, um, right. he's, he's we all know what he not, can do, but yeah, he's he not captured the origin form in no, club, in club form yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I had uh, Milford and Hunt as the 6th, 7th. Uh, got Napa Smith and Josh Papali, um, front row. Um, Hess, Cooper, and Jai Arrow um, as the back row. Um, but that this may all swap around in terms of who starts. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. On the bench, I have uh, Wallace, Michael Morgan, uh, Matt Scott, and Tim Glasby. Yeah, right. I, look, your bench... It's pretty close. I think that, like you say, those rotations are pretty close to what I'm I'm thinking. My back line is um, 
in between your two. I've kept Yagai and I've kept, and I've kept and I've put in Oates. So therefore, the one that misses out is Darius Boy. That could change, of course, but um, you know, depending on that loyalty factor. But I've got Slater, Oates, Inglis, Chamber, Gagai, Munster. I think Munster's going to beat them all out for that left half. We've all got different left halves. Ben, we've all agreed with Ben Hunt, Maguire, or Papali at lock. I like you know Arrow could could get in there too, to be fair. Cooper and Hess I've got as my back rowers. I think Felice Cafusi, though, I really liked him last year, and he probably hasn't done too much. Uh, he hasn't really dropped off that much this year. He hasn't been quite as big a name, but he, he, that makes sense. If he starts ahead of Hess, that makes sense. Um, Scott and Napper I've gone as the starting props with Smith and Hooker. Jared Wallace is going to be there somewhere. Michael Morgan's going to be on the bench. Obviously, Papali, if he gets no, if 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 he's not starting, if Maguire's starting, I've got Tim Glasby um, as well. But you've got Arrow there as cover. Aiden Guerra could be cover, and then obviously Felice Cafusi as well. So there's a few guys um, that are in the mix. Um, I think Aiden Guerra's been playing pretty well for the Knights, so I just wonder if he'll get another shot um, in in Origin after getting dropped after that horror game one last year. All right, well, that gives some food for thought, and no doubt as more information comes in the upcoming weeks, we'll be uh, reading it out on the show, tweeting it out, etc., etc. We do need to move on um, to this round, and you know they are best predicted in the tweets, etc., etc. We'll start with round 10, and of course you can get all this information at the predictor if you don't already own the app. Go to the website, www.supercoachpros.com, download it. Um, you've still got a lot of the season left. You know It's got all the predictor information for this round. Upcoming... Um, the following round, looking at prices, rises and falls as well. Um, and then obviously the dominator where you can just go through and look at every position all the way through to round 25. So some pretty critical information there on the on the app and as well as that obviously you get the the blogs where we talk about, we do the game recaps, the previews, um, Moneyball, if you're a Moneyball player, we've got blogs specifically on that. We've got our predictor specifically on that as well. So a lot of information and this very podcast. So let's look at this round and a couple of guys. Obviously, Tyron may not likely to play. He has been named in the 21 and due to what he did last year and the fact he plays the Knights. The predictor having him right up there. And Reese Martin, just the one game to sort of show from. So he's also right up there. But then we look at guys with a bit more um, sample, a bit larger sample size and it's Isaiah Yo against the Knights. So that's an interesting one. We know that Newcastle historically give up quite a few Supercoach points across the board, particularly uh, with teams that are happy to throw it around a bit. So Penrith you know, could be an interesting one there. Billy Slater's right up there against the Titans. We know that fullbacks do well against the Gold Coast. Daly Cherry Evans gets another uptick against the Broncos. He's been very up and down, though. It's going to be hard to trust. Cameron Munster and Toho Harris right up there as well. We've got to watch on Tyrone Phillips, who's a very cheap price. If he can go large again, certainly has the matchup against the Knights. Uh, Kalen Ponga. This guy is just uh, incredible, Ryan. And um, even though playing the Panthers usually a pretty tough team, the predictor's still saying he's going to do uh, really, really well. Yeah, look, he's just a... Um, I think you messaged me um, a couple of weekends <laughs> ago. <laughs> just called him a freak. Um, and that was that was the context of the whole... Um, even whole, even whole Anthony Seabold said that in the press conference. He's a freak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look, the... Guy just he pumps out, you know, he plays the full game each week. Um, his lowest score is fifty four, and his highest is ninety three. And he's got uh, sorry, forty nine is his last score, and his highest is ninety three. And he's got every, every you know all yeah. the scores in between that. He's just seventy one yeah, last week. 
you know, in South's will, yeah. they they handed it to them essentially, and he puts yeah. up and a seventy-one point average yeah. as well. <laughs> that's that, that's pretty good for your first season. Some of the guys that you might um, already own, like Ryan Madison and, and James Maloney, have got nice uh, upticks this week. Riley Jacks could be a spot play if you still have him trying to raise some cash. Obviously, we know halves, hookers, and fullbacks love playing the Gold Coast. Uh, Andrew Fafita is just because you know, the Sharks and the Raiders hate each other. That's going to be good. Uh, Martin Tapau, he's been in good form, you know. And then the first downgrade but still in this list is Damien Cook because he's play, been playing that well we know how tough the Dragons are Cameron Smith really stifled so there is a bit of a concern there he does actually uh, get a minus but but still obviously he's just his week to week so large it's still suggesting he's going to be in that top echelon of players um, some other guys to watch out for down this list Kyle Felt um, and is is up there with a the big one as is as Salib Sleva Havili um, in some big upticks and even Blake Ferguson against the Warriors. Sean Lane also getting an uptick against the Broncos. So some guys to look at there, but obviously you need to go to the go to, and look at the predictor on the app uh, to get all that information. And the price rises and falls, certainly Addo Car Mahe Fanua right up there. Sean Lane, we just mentioned, he's right up there. Mason Lino coming back and playing um, this week. That's a big bonus too. Another 50 grand increase in line uh, for him. Havili keeps churning him out at the moment. He's playing at a high level. And then there's some of the bigger names like Cameron Munster. They're starting to sort of come good. So he's up. He's in that list. Slade Griffin's come back the last couple of weeks with some bigger games, perhaps somewhat unexpectedly. So he's suddenly getting some price rises again after a nice start to the season. And Tavita Pangai Jr., Corey Oates also ones up there. The drops, um, obviously, with um, Isaac Luke, you know, again, we've got to see what happens with the minutes. Not not playing out last week didn't help him. Clint Gutherson just keeps falling, not doing much super coach wise He could become relevant a bit later in the season, so don't forget about him entirely. Ken Seo, well, what, must, what comes up must come down, and when you drop the ball over the line, Ryan, that's, a, that's an even bigger concern. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, uh, I think those who jumped on the CO bandwagon um, will be jumping off it pretty soon <laughs> in the next few weeks. Um, it's a trap. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look, he's made your money, but uh, it is yeah. it is time to move on from Mr. CO. And Tom Trebrovich also, after a pretty shocking game last week, maybe the pressure of coming up against Tedesco, the whole origin thing, got the better of him. He certainly tried his guts out. It just didn't happen, and... Again, that experience probably working against him. I wouldn't be um, looking at offloading him at this point just because he's due to lose a bit of money next week. Um, may as well ride that uh, Creston and four. I think he'll be back. Over the two rounds, it adds Reese Martin, obviously, because um, you know he's got another week. So you're definitely looking at him um, in a couple of rounds' time. And we didn't mention Moiaki Fatuaka, but um, he did pretty well in that injury-ravaged uh, Titans pack. So... Again, as someone to watch in a couple of weeks. Let's move on to the tweets and Facebook messages now. We'll start with a Facebook message from James Saxariaco. If you had to trade out either Arrow or Cameron Smith, which one do you get rid of? And can I ask the same thing for Peter Hiku and Jared Croker? Ryan, I'll throw it over to you. We did get some good news, of course, in the injury report from Pat about Jairo, though. Yeah, that's true, we did. But, um, yeah, yeah, you've got Smith or Arrow... Um, looking and I'm assuming that you're going you're getting rid of one to keep the other for the rest of the year. Um, so I would still lean towards Cam Smith. Um, 
just for the fact that he rarely does, you know, he rarely gets injured. Um, he's kicking goals and Melbourne last week's game aside look like they're starting to really hit their straps. Yeah, the thing with Cameron Smith is that you trade him out now, you get the worst of both. Cause he's going to have some bigger games again. So you end up you copying a couple of these bad games. Like we saw, you know, obviously it's an extreme with Josh Adokar earlier in the year, and now he's come good. So you get that up and down. Now, Smith usually is up and up. So this is rare, rarefied air for Smith having two scores now. He had the Sharks' bad game where he got sin-binned, and now this Dragons game where he, well, he got... <laughs> what would you call it? A different type of sin binning in the nuts. <laughs> and that didn't I think you would have preferred the 10 and the beer. <laughs> oh, dear. So anyway, um, that's that's probably... Uh, we'll, we'll give Cameron Smith, you know, these couple because he's been so good to us over the years. But again, Damien Cook now so expensive. Havili... You know, you probably own one of them, hopefully. Maybe not, obviously not both if you're a Smith owner, but they were the two to, to go in the start of the year. If you've got them both, you're laughing. If you've got Smith, it's still not a bad second prize, and hopefully it ends up being first prize by round 25. Um, Hiku and Croker, I think with Johnson out, I think that's pretty straightforward. Ryan and the Raiders, they're, they're looking pretty good. And whenever the Raiders score points, Jared Croker scores points because he kicks goals, he can score tries, and he gets he gets those super catch points as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 58 against the Titans. Um, yeah. and I, I'd, He didn't score a try. He just kicked a lot of goals and scored the rest of, goals, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just what was base stats. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think he's the he's the guy to go out of those two. Lauren asks Lafay or James Roberts. Um, neither of us put Roberts, and neither did Pete, for that matter, put Roberts in our New South Wales on it. But I guess he could be there or thereabouts. Um, obviously, that's not an issue with Lafay, but neither play round 13 either. So I'd be a little... I probably wouldn't be trading either of them in at this point, to be honest, Ryan. I'd probably be looking to manufacture my team around guys playing in round 13. Yeah, um, if you're choosing between those two, um, it's hard to pick one of them, you know, due to the round 13 thing. But if you cast that aside and you just thought, well, look, I'm going to, it's either, you know, Roberts is probably the guy to go with. But, geez, it's not by much if he is. Uh, he hasn't been, um, I guess hasn't been getting the space that he that he got that he's been getting the last couple of years. Um, obviously, because A is being marked and B, um, the Broncos aren't playing as well as they have. I'd bring in Mahe Fenua. I wouldn't even bother with either of those. I'd bring in Mahe Fenua. I'd save my money, and uh, he's going to he's going to raise a lot of money. He's going to raise a lot of cash, um, and he plays round thirteen. I don't think he's. Yep. You reckon he's getting dropped again, or he's, he's leaving that first grade team, Ryan? I don't think he is. Uh, not, not for the recent, <laughs> not for the foreseeable future. There's, there's no. a few players, if you know, there's the likes of Lola here to potentially come back in if they prove themselves in reserve grade, more yeah. tending to Lesniak, but they won't play, take for new spot. There's other I was going to say, there. I think the other wing spot is more the, in trouble. The other wing spot more in trouble. I totally agree. TVE asks, "Hey guys, I had a shocker last week with the C on arrow. Well, that's sort of just bad luck, really." Uh, as 
as Ryan said, he was going to point a minute. My new recruit, Masters, uh, flopping. Well, that one was uh, not so good. But the Warriors are a tough a tough little matchup, so don't forget that in this year. Wanting a bounce back with trades. Definitely using my one rage trade this year on Arrow. That hurt. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We're advising against that one. Thoughts on either Widdop, Fafita, or Tapao? Thanks. Um, I think we spoke about it earlier in the show, um, Ryan. Fafita, Fafita, Fafita. Yeah, um, definitely. Being that, yeah, he's not playing Origin, um, and he's also a third around thirteener. Yeah, um, as is Tapao. To be fair. Yep. Uh, well, look, um, out of those two, Fafita is going better, mm. um, and yeah, not only is he scoring uh, good points for you, his um, average is seventy, and um, he'll probably make some money for you too. Really, <laughs> I know you're not going to get rid of him, but he's still going to do that just in case he gets injured, for example. All three of them should be in your team at some point before, before too, sooner rather than later. I think yeah. they're all going. Well, there is some scare about Tapao because he's been a bit up and down over the years, where he'll have those, you know, parts of the season where he'll just go bananas and then he kind of fades out. But I mean, the only reason to put Tapao third out of those three is just because, you know, we don't know what Manley's doing. They're, there's big concerns there that you know they they keep losing. It could really spiral out of control. This season could be all over by the halfway point, and you know, do the players give up? Yep, that's a worry. To Powell as well. There's rumours that they can't afford to keep him. They're going to actually ship him off because of these salary cap problems that they've got leading into next year. So he could really get jaded quickly. Henry asks: Is SJ a sell? Worried this turns into a week at a time injury by and 13 misses means he misses at least two of the next four could easily be three of all four i think this is a great question ryan because this is probably the um dilemma of of super coach right now even more than all the others because johnson consistently when he gets on the field is the best half we're really struggling to get good half halfbacks in particular but in both of those johnson's the clear best player he can't stay on the field and kearney has shown a reluctance to play any of his player, not named Isaac Luke, when they're under fitness clouds. Yep. Um, it's a big... Look, it is the dilemma that I'm going through at the moment. Do I get rid of SJ? Is he going to be out for more than two weeks? And if he's going to be out for a third week, then he's missing round 13. So that's four weeks where you've got to go, OK, well, do I have enough to cover in the halves, you know, or do I move on and go to, for example, go to Jonathan Thurston. Yeah, he's who, starting to play really well. He, he is starting to come into it. Um, plays plays round 13. Yep. Yeah. Mm. He's starting to warm warm into it. Um, not, not as prolifically as, you know, first thought, but, geez, you'll make a heap of money as well um, going from Johnson to Thurston. So there's the other, uh, I guess, uh, tempter on top of that. Um, If you knew that Johnson's only going to miss a week this week or maybe next, then you'd be, yeah, you'd be hard-pressed to to get rid of him, Um, given that he's, yeah, killing it. 73 average. Um, He's got back-to-back plus 80 scores. Henry said it himself, though. Misses at least two of the next four could easily be three or all four. Yeah, and that's, that's my concern. And ankle injuries, they're not easy to play through. 
I mean, if he did come back, if Kearney did go against what he's done earlier in the year, and he comes back um, when he's not completely right, he might not play as well as he normally does. Um, but, you know, look, Johnson's going to score big points when he gets on the park. So he's kind of one of those things where whatever you do, Henry and, and, and Ryan knew as well, I think, unfortunately, at some point, very sooner rather than later, you're going to be kicking yourself. If you keep him and he gets named and doesn't play again, you'll kick yourself. If you get rid of him, there is going to be a week, at least one, maybe more, where he's going to go big. So either way, it's just you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Personally, I'm always a believer in, in injuries and this sort of thing is to move on. I went against my usual, and, and I certainly wanted to do that with Nathan Brown earlier this year, and it's really cost me big time because of the of the way that the trades fell for me, um, keeping Nathan Brown when my gut instinct was move on. So, again, trust trust that gut when nothing else. You know, trust that gut instinct because sometimes that's your intuition telling you stuff, the subconscious mind working that maybe we can't work out, and maybe Sean Johnson in this instance. You know, if if you're if you're worried. Maybe there's a reason why, because you've seen this all before and your memories and your subconscious is telling you, no, no, this has happened before. I'm processing that for you. So anyway, Ryan, that about does it for the show. Uh, Another good one. Uh, A lot of great questions. Keep them coming on Twitter and Facebook. Um, And, of course, you know, we'll be back here next week, hopefully not talking as much about injuries. That's been the killer for a lot of us. Yeah, that's just uh, hopefully we'll be talking about some ridiculous uh, supercoach scores. <laughs> and more of the Josh Addo car going large. All right, uh, I am Pulley G, of course, and make sure that if you don't already have it, download the app. Uh, you can go via our website, www.supercoachpros.com, or simply go on the Google Play Store or Apple iTunes uh, App Store, and you can find it on either of those locations. The App Store, of course, not the iTunes Store. That's this very podcast. That is all for tonight. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.